And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! Get together, have a few laughs. Welcome to Iowa Talk Guys Podcast. I'm your host, TP. I'm here with... The other host, Theo. Yeah. And uh, we're here to talk to you about what we believe to be the road to war. I mean, it's been being paved for a while. We've talked about it before. Yes, with Russia. I think it, in particular, there's a group in Washington that is pretty hostile towards Russia for the mm-hmm. most part. Yeah. I'm not saying Russia's nice or cool or right. anything. But At the same uh, time. You don't have to be hostile. There's, yeah, they're not chums to be messed with. No. They're not a bunch of chumps. Not at all. So, we were, before the show, before we recorded, we were discussing, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions that people have of what they've been hearing. And we even looked up, I mean, we went and duck, duck, goad some stuff, and it was, it was ridiculous. But a lot of people have the misconception that these Ukrainian civilians that just had couple months training with a few other people that had some military combat experience are just schwacking the Russians left and right. Right? Well, I do think that the Russians yeah, they they still they don't have an all-volunteer force. They have a lot of conscripts and whatnot as well. I don't know what the the breakup or the divide of the forces are like if these the guys in Ukraine are regulars or whatever. Yeah, there's there's people that do or, or what have you, but Right, there's people that do all that research that you can go do a dive into that if you'd like. But all the gory and grimy details of exactly what's going on in Ukraine are uh, minuscule to, I really think, what's going to be happening on the world stage here soon. Yeah, absolutely. What this is leading up to. And that's why we're calling this the road to war. Well, there are people in power that want it. Yeah, war is a racket. It's... It's kind of like a lot of the World Economic Forum stuff we're talking about and whatnot. They sort of want these high prices to deter us from using traditional sources of energy and further weakening the middle class and the poorer folks' the lower standards of living. Class, yeah. yeah. And, Absolutely. And then they will usher in. The replacement, the re- this replacement system, right? Order out of chaos, they right? They yeah. create the problem, and then they create the solution to the problem. They've been doing this for yeah. a long time. Yeah. They want to go. They want to go green, and well, we have to sacrifice for it. 
Which is not even really, I mean, we got to get some some people on the show to discuss that because from my understanding, nuclear energy is some really clean burning stuff. Like uh, The cleanest there is. And the, apparently the safety of nuclear these days as far as reactors being able to cool down and not having any more, speaking of Ukraine, Chernobyl. Yeah. Three Mile Island in sense. Or Fukushima. Fukushima. Yeah, don't. I thought that was a problem of putting generators <laughs> in between the nuke plant and the sea. So when a tsunami came in and you didn't, you know, the first thing you lost were your generators. Yeah, and then you started having radioactive waste leak into the ocean. I don't know if that's 100% true or not. But. Well, all I know is a lot, a lot of dead things were leaking up, were floating up on the beaches of uh, the West Coast here in America. Yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, huh. they're, they're even warning about radioactive uh, waste, like people's household items and stuff coming all the way across. What, in containers and stuff? No, like just stuff that was washed out from the tsunami. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's washing up on shores and I think up in like Washington and stuff. I had heard some crazy fish stories and, and whatnot, but back on anyway. topic, back on topic here, Russia, Ukraine. The most common misconceptions, in my opinion, are, are that... By most people, and I think they're. I, I don't watch enough mainstream media. Here's one of the problems. Frankly, you know what? I'll just go ahead and admit it right now. One of the biggest problems with putting a podcast together is that I don't really watch a lot of mainstream media. I should, but I don't because I, I don't believe them whatsoever, and I have yeah. not for a number of years. Right. It just makes me angry to listen to him talk, Joy Reid and whatnot, and all it, these people. It's all this propaganda, horse yeah. crap. I understand. Yeah, and that's why we have a team, you know, because E-Rock and I do look at some of the mainstream media stuff, but it's it's really hard because, especially with this, it's really hard to believe what is actually going on. But you, when you look at outsour- out, out of the U.S. sources of information... it's. Yeah, absolutely, the, the, the Russians have it in the bag. <laughs> there, yeah, the, the the rest of the world is painting a, a very different picture of what's going on in Ukraine. In fact, Douglas McGregor, Lieutenant Colonel Doug, or no, Colonel Douglas McGregor, the retired Army Colonel, yep, said that the only thing that would sway the Ukraine Russia war right now would be U.S. ground troops. Well, that sounds like a stupid idea. It sounds like a a uh, deep state, deep throat in the plan type of guy to me. Like, are you serious? That's the last thing that we want. Look what the twenty. Look a ground, at this. a ground conflict with Russia. Yeah, how dumb is that? I think that the consequences of that would be nuclear war. Oh. One hundred percent. At least not nuclear war, but a bunch of Moabs be dropped everywhere. I don't think that the Russians would have any choice at that point if they were squaring off against U.S. ground troops in a country. On their own front on step. Their own, on their border. No yeah. way. No way. That's nuke territory. Right? Wouldn't you? I would agree. I mean, and they have been warning about that. You know, and that's another stuff we have here. Let's get into some of these articles that we have. I mean, people, like, so I said, the misconception, we, we started off talking about that, is that, yeah, Ukraine is is winning this this invasion this conflict right and we've said it before on the show do you really think 
Russia was just sitting back watching the U.S. invade Iraq and Afghanistan and all these other U.N. Yes. countries and just twiddled their thumbs yeah. like, We well, talked about at, this earlier before look, the show. Look at all those neat toys they got. Like they're a bunch of Neanderthals don't know what they're doing. Yeah, like Russians are dumber or something yeah. than Americans. They're still know. looking for Anastasia. They, yeah. Don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't know what's going on. Right. They, yeah. No, they're particularly capable of modern economics, modern warfare, it would turn out, as if you actually look at the sources that you yes. brought up earlier from outside the United States. Um, it, 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 military Summary is one of them that I watch on YouTube, no affiliation, just one that I that I watch. Mm-hmm. It, it, if you look at it, it's kind of like we, I believe we talked about on a prior episode, was that Russia was trying to go into Kiev so so fast to pressure a deal. U.S. and Western Europe started using it as a proxy war. Yep. So the Russians started withdrawing. Oh, the Ukrainians are beating the Russians back. No, they're not. The Russians were in the first place. They were passing up Ukrainians. Now they were going back, regrouping. And this time, it's a meat grinder. Right. Nobody is getting left behind. There will not be any of passing up of Ukrainian units. And if you actually look at Military Summary Channel, it's exactly the way that it's drawn up. Yep. In fact, yes, they are not anywhere near Kiev, any, really, but they have Donbass, which is what they went for, which is what, yeah. which is what you know, essentially, pe- Russians anyway. Yeah, mostly yeah, Russian-speaking. Like, sort of <laughs> Russian-speaking <laughs> yeah. and, and sort of lean that way. Right. Uh, they took Crimea in 2014, obviously, and then if you look at it, they are. It looks like they are collecting forces in Crimea to head towards Odessa, and if you cu- if they get to to Odessa, which they took Mariupol, yep. I think that Kharkov is there's still some fighting going on, but and then there's another city further up north in that in that Donbass border region. Yeah. In the east. Um. Uh. They landlock. They landlock Ukraine if they get Odessa. Yes, that's what. And we we talked about that on a prior show. Of that's what they're working on is landlocking. Yeah. So then, then Ukraine only essentially has these northern and western countries to be able to supply them, get resupply lines through. Oh yeah, Poland, Belarus, Kazakhstan. Oh, Kazakhstan is that it? Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, Slavic, Slavica, Hungary, Romania, Romania, yeah, Moldova, Moldova, yeah, thank you. Good thing you're here, dude. Yeah, yeah, they take over, they take out Odessa. That's cutting off. I mean, the Black Sea. They're landlocked. They have no exposure to the sea. Right. Or port. That's going to cut down. That's a big deal. It is a big deal, especially when they choke off a country, essentially. Well, especially with the grain. Yes. Right. That there that is a major feeds most of Europe. If if you read, yeah, well, and other countries as well, like in within Africa and y- Asia, yeah, I mean, all over the world, it's a major export. They're a major, huge right. producer of wheat and and other crops actually as well. I believe that as opposed to like where we live in Iowa, it's pretty much corn and soybeans. Right, right? correct. They, they rotate those every few years, or depending whatever. on your soil. Yeah, but most and. Over there, they've got uh, more of a variety. Let's just say that. So, you know, 
they have a lot of stuff to export, but if they're landlocked, that's not going to be happening. Right. That's but why they say Putin's causing this food shortage. Well, from what I understand, <laughs> the U.S. and I believe U.S. and particularly Ukraine, they're the ones that didn't send it, or, or Ukraine at least, possibly had a part in that stuff not getting sent out of the port of Odessa as well. Almost like... It's this thing's intentionally being um, prolonged. Yeah. And I think that's the point of the United States and Europe using this as a proxy war with Russia. Absolutely. It doesn't benefit common people like us. No, not one, not one bit. So perhaps you heard about Biden visiting Saudi Arabia. One thing, article I sent you there. Oh, yeah. Let me bring that up here. Apparently after, I can't remember exactly what Biden was asking for. Once again, I don't pay attention. I need to pay more attention and start listening to... You sent me Vladimir Putin spoke on the phone on Thursday. Yes, with, well, so. it turns out within like a week after Biden visited Saudi Arabia, uh, Bin Salim, Mohammed Bin Salim. Oh, yeah, name? less than a week after Biden visits to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, he's on the phone with Putin. Prince Mohammed Bin Salim shakes hands with a Russian developer. Oh, that was a 2019 photo. But yeah, yeah but he's no, on the they're phone on, they're with on the phone. They and, got, and they had a casual and friendly conversation, apparently, about maintaining OPEC and then some sort of like OPEC plus deal. Hmm. Like getting more countries involved and whatnot. Kind of like we were talking about the BRICS Plus on that other show. One of you guys sent an article earlier this week, last week, you know, last week maybe something like that, but it was about Hold a on. new world order. Yeah, we're going to get into that. A new economic <clears throat> order amongst, really, it's BRICS countries doing it. I don't know how... BRICS how, Plus. I don't know how Brazil is going to fall into this, them being in an hour, within our longitudinal... Yeah, that's going to be interesting how that works out. It was hemisphere, but... But Russia, India, China, man, they got themselves. I mean, they'll, they're coming up into the first world. And, and, and think, okay, so think about this. Russia, India, China, they are not slowing down on fossil fuels. No. And natural gas. Like, yeah, yeah, all that. They're all buying up fuels. Absolutely not. all of our coal and no. stuff. Yeah. They are freaking making... First world accommodations is what they are doing. They're carving them. They're getting themselves up. And I already know what Washington's going to say. It's the new axis of evil. So one thing I heard on NPR this morning, I believe, as I was actually flipping on the radio, was that you know other countries that are still using fossil fuels need to help out and chip into the United States, who stopped using fossil fuels to do their part to save the earth. That's so dumb. Yeah, that's it's really it's idiotic. It's just it's literally sacrificing the middle class and right and making them poor, not having any you know poor people essentially not having an opportunity to get into the middle class because it's not there. Yeah, it's going to be destroyed. And, I mean, yeah, yeah, and while Russia, India, China, they're freaking like absolutely modernizing and first worlding themselves because one thing I heard on YouTube earlier today. Uh, by some folks in Europe talking about the Russia-Ukraine conflict is that essentially energy-wise and whatnot and Europe's dependence on Russia, particularly Germany's dependence on Russia, uh, Europe might be getting sent <coughs> back to, let's say, a new modern technological 
<laughs> middle age. Well, yeah, we already <laughs> spoke before about Germany, all the wood burning stoves and and wood or uh, kiln dried wood. Yeah, firewoods all sold out. Yep. I mean, how well is that helping that country? I mean, it's it's choking. Which Europe is really off. ironic that choking Germany. This is like another country that, dude, you, the whole country. Are you you had the wool pulled over your eyes like three times now? Come on. Get with the program. Well, it's happening here, too. It's man. happening here, too, unfortunately. And, you know, and one thing we were talking about in an article I sent you was about... Um, we were talking about the U.S. helping to provoke and possibly, you know, prolong this this proxy war, this conflict in, in Ukraine. Or... Eventually get us directly involved. We already know Putin's been warning the the U.S., warning everybody, like, if you get involved in this, this is going to be bad for you. Okay? It's going to be... Poland. Yeah. Like, don't get... Scre- quit screwing around countries. here. Yeah, like, we're no, not messing around. It's not... I mean, uh, any, and we're not and saying believe, it's right. I believe that what Putin said was any efforts within Ukraine by foreign military vehicles, anything, whether it's but in the borders, even behind the lines... Mm-hmm. But to get any supplies or what have you to the front, it is fair game. Well, it's fair game. And it's funny that you said that because on July warning. 21st, there's an article here, Military News, or military.com, Air Force open to sending A-10s to Ukraine to fight against Russian. Yeah, I remember you seeing, uh, sending me that Russia. article. Um, that's Man, that's pretty scary. That's pretty scary stuff, man. It's pretty wild. Those A-10s are... Are killing machines. That's all they were built for. And to get those directly involved, I mean, really, the U.S. is the only one that has them, really, right? Them in Israel? I don't know if Israel has them. But I do know that one thing that Douglas McGregor has said once again is that Russia has continued to evolve and change its tactics around whatever weapons Ukraine has been getting all along and the whole time. And once again, touching back to what we were talking about earlier, it doesn't look like Russia is having too hard of a time. They have the region. They're, they're really they're getting the regions they came for. Yeah, they are. Despite the U.S. and other U.N. nations sending aid. And that's the other ironic thing. When you look around on the Internet, you can see that Javelin missiles and other U.S. military hardware are showing up on the black market. I mean, come on, Ukraine. You ever seen that movie, Lord of War? Like that's let's go. I mean, that place has been a hotbed for black market weaponry since the fall of the Soviet Union in 1991. Ukraine is apparently <laughs> very ranked very high for human trafficking and overall corruption. Yeah, weird. Weird, so, all this stuff is I don't, happening. I don't, that's why I don't understand why so many people are willing to th- put Ukrainian flags in their yard and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Sorry. The only reason you're doing that is because you were told to do that. Yeah, the TV, the I, magic talking box told me. Nobody knows anything about Ukraine. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I was like, where where was all this, uh, these Ukrainian flags and I stand with Ukraine when their civil war happened? And the Ukrainian government was shelling Donbass, the part of Ukraine yeah, their own that citizens. Russia is taking mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. 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 And the uh, Ukrainian loyalists, um, you know, got shot in the streets and Ukrainian parliament buildings got burned down. You know, 
And then there was that giant, those battles oh. in the streets where people were getting shot. Nobody remembers any of this. And yeah. having right after Sandy Hook. Well, I was talking about shelling that happened in February of 2022. But, mm. yeah, you're talking. Yeah, I'm going way back to. Like 2013. 13, 14. 14, yeah. 2013. That's when I was watching this stuff going on, and I was kind of painted. I was like, this is something very interesting happening here, and I was paying attention to it back then. And it's hilarious because I've had conversations with people where I'm I open up, I'm like, yeah, ever since, you know, 2013, this was going on. And they're, they're like, oh, I've, I don't know anything about that. And right. it's because right. mainstream media didn't make it. They're not talking about it. Yeah. That, that, that's the point. It's, it's lying by omission. It's it's really ridiculous, and and then it's ironic that we're in the information age, and I get it now. We're living in a really wild time where there's so much different disinformation that's being propagated by our own mainstream media, and nobody's being held responsible for these false narratives that they they've helped push throughout the years. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Iraq has weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, it's ridiculous. We've talked about that. Osama bin Laden. Listen, hey, listen to our episodes, guys. This is the yeah. crap we talk about. The stuff that well, media doesn't talk about that's very important. Yeah. That and it's September's it's, coming up here soon. We're thinking what we're gonna have to do. Obviously, we're gonna have to do a, a special for nine eleven. Yeah. You know, it's it's scary. Yeah. It's but scary, but they're. There's massive questions, huge questions. Massive, yeah, craziness going on. Anyways, so moving forward with all this stuff, I mean, if if I didn't know any better, it would definitely look like the U.S. is trying to... In, get in direct conflict with you, with Russia? Yeah. Or using, use Ukraine, using Ukraine as a tool to do so? Yeah. Kind of like they use Japan. It's pretty nasty business but if you once again go back to particularly the particularly the post World War II era of the United States super state let's call it then you know you see a lot of growth and just massive amounts of corruption military operations in God knows what parts of the world, and there's a lot of them that we do know what parts of the world. Yeah. And, but once again, don't talk about it. People aren't educated on it. They don't talk. Well, they don't teach all of the engagements that the United States mm-mm. has been in, and everywhere that the United States has had special operations soldiers. And all they teach is that John Henry, freaking Davy Crockett, American history uh, hero. Western Front shit. George Washington chopped down a cherry tree. Yeah. And I actually don't think he did. Yeah. And of course, obviously he's not going to lie. He, he can't lie his way out of it. You know? Right. The man can't lie. What kind of... Our first president is such a godlike human being that he could not tell a lie. Absolutely. Like, I can't tell a lie. I'm going to shoot you in the face, British officers. Bam. Right. They're not going to teach you any of this stuff. I I had a history teacher in high school that, um, fortunately, this is prior to No Child Left Behind and all those other fun things where teachers started getting their jobs jeopardized 
in that fashion. But in our government-ran health book, our history book, not health book, history book, it talked about JFK assassination. It was only like two paragraphs. Right. And, and he ended up dedicating a whole week yeah, to yeah. that because he said, yeah, I told, talked we talked about, about that on, on a episode zero, I think. But you're never going to, that's never going to happen again unless you're homeschooled, dude. So I really want to get into this, though. So with all this stuff going on, Ukraine, Russia, the U.S., other U.N. countries getting involved, Russia strengthening their ties with India, China, Turkey. Turkey. Oh, yeah. To an extent. To an extent. Making deals with Saudis. I mean, we've talked about the petrodollar on the show, too, before. We lose that. I mean, you you think inflation's bad with nine 9.1? Iran. Yeah. Who's our, like, sworn enemy because Man. of... He's not used to, you know, people... Or they're not used to people treating them nice, right? Or at least the U.S. treating them nice. Right, No. But like I said, it is really weird, though, still Vladimir Putin was part of that. We've talked about that before, that World Economics Forum, Young Global Leaders. Yeah, that's... Going off what he said here, though, this article is Putin warns West current world order is over and new era is coming. And I don't think he's kidding around. I, um, from just what I've sort of been, I don't, studying isn't the right word, but, you know, casually reading and whatnot, getting myself out of the mainstream media, essentially matrix if you will essentially for the past 15 years i tend to think that he's not joking around it's true yeah and i think that a ton of countries especially in the southern hemisphere are ready for it they've been pushed around by the u.s for too long well and europe the you yeah i mean we've been kind of walking around like we have the biggest stick and I think this whole time there could be countries that were just building a bigger stick in a shed that we didn't know about yep. and pretending to be our friends. I think that bully is the correct word. We have been bullying. Yeah. I mean, I love my country. I don't like what my government's been doing, especially learning all the actual stuff they've been doing, not this hokey pokey freaking John Henry, uh, Paul Bunyan fairy tale stuff, right? United States is the best place on earth. I think the whole point of what we're talking about here and why why Russia Ukraine matters is because we have the we have the best. Really do believe we have the best life there is. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude. In, I in mean, the whole world. There's nowhere else I'd rather live. I mean, we just it, we have to maintain it, and it's like we literally have saboteurs on the inside. It's like why forty seven billion dollars to to Ukraine on this picking a side and using forty seven billion dollars, which that didn't make it to freaking Ukraine. <laughs> By the way, all of that money. What? To buy weapons and help them An stick it to the Russians. It's it's coming out of our butts. Yeah. It doesn't uh, help us. The United States foreign policy does not help the common man. And think it, it here the the pure financials of it are that the welfare state is the most expensive thing and the and then the national security state essentially is is after that, you know it's helped bankrupt. I mean for sure. Yeah. It one it was a decent sized slice of that pie, and it, you know here's what it is: all of the money that we send, all of this stuff that we're sending to Ukraine, somebody else is going to build that stuff back up. They're going to build it up again. They're going to get government contracts to make it. They're going to make a ton of money 
and it's really corporate welfare. Well, it's not, it's not people getting food stamps or an EBT card or yada yada yada. It's freaking corporate welfare. Well, we already talked about the corruption with the uh, Burmese uh, Energy Corporation companies and stuff um, on the episode seven. And yeah, I mean, none of this stuff is going to help the common folks like us, oh. the normal human being every day, just trying to live your life, raise your family, have a good time along the way. They, that's not good enough for these people that they're playing a giant chess game with and we're all the pawns on the chessboard yeah absolutely literally russia ukraine we as americans are risking nuclear war nuclear war is being risked here yeah and they're gonna lie to us but just like they did with 9-11 to get us rally us into a war send your children to die that's how they do it they try to find a reason to want you to go to war yeah i mean i was there dude i got i i got sucked into it you know i mean Granted, the Marine Corps was one of the greatest things I ever did with my life, but at the same time, the stuff that we were sent to go do really was unnecessary. Never should have happened. Never should have been there. Do you want? And I would never. Do you want, want your your children? Absolutely not. To join the Marine Corps? No. I mean, it's right a there. Fair, it's a I, question, right? I don't want them joining any military branch. Uh, I mean, it's for some people. But I don't want my children going and being duped like I was and going off and fighting in a war that would be unnecessary. That that doesn't. What has the war on terror done for our country? I was watching Jurassic Park 3 yesterday with my wife. I've never watched that movie. Oh, really? And I can't remember the, the, main, the main actor guy's name, but he, he has such a good American accent in the movie. But he's a British guy. And he was in other movies like um, Event Horizon. Do you remember? Yes, that that's one of my favorites. You know the the doctor dude the, mm-hmm. whose wife you know he's chasing took, the ghost through her, the took ship. Took her own life yeah, yeah. and whatnot. That guy I can't remember his name, but so he because he was in the first Jurassic Park too. Yeah, I mean also I should say he says to his student who takes the raptor eggs and the raptors are smart enough to know that they have their eggs. He says, you know, I had the best of intentions when he took him. And the doctor says, you know, some of the worst things in history have happened with the best of intentions. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, we're kind of having to ask that question, I think, with sort of U.S. foreign policy. Is Sam Neill. Sam Neill. There you go. Awesome. Thank you. Excellent actor. Fantastic actor. Like, and really good. I'm like, this dude's American. Because I'm really good at listening to accents. And yeah. Stuff. This dude's American accent in that movie was incredible. Pretty good. Did, he did also did that movie In the Mouth of Madness. Fantastic. Check that one Never out. Never seen it. Never even heard of it. That's no, a great one. Anyways. So, <clears> yeah. <throat> I mean, yeah, that's it. Man, you know, you... It's it's unfortunate because serving ser- you know serving your country is so be so noble but i mean oh right it's, it's just it's like there are crazies behind it yeah there and crazies behind and you've it. said it before on the show and, and we said you know there's nothing against any of our troops absolutely not. except for the the ones that are know what they're doing when they're trying to make other people follow orders that really aren't good and the best intentions of anybody like you know telling them to open fire on a guy hanging his sheets up in a tree stuff like that well yeah if something like that were to happen yeah. That's very unfortunate. It is. We went all over the place there, talked about a ton of stuff in the last 
half hour or so. But the gist of it is is that our media is lying. Yes, through their teeth. Um, L- Ukraine is not... One thing I believe it was Douglas McGregor said, and maybe we've talked about it, maybe we haven't, but it's so hard to remember, man. But is that something you've never seen is a Ukrainian mechanized unit coming in, followed by infantry, pushing Russians back, making right. Russians run. Where are those videos? Never seen that happen. No. And, you know, last month, when we looked through this, we ducked up go to last month, they were saying the Ukrainians were running out of munitions. They had all these Soviet-era artillery rounds they needed more stuff and yeah. the u.s i read articles about the u.s sending um are not that necessarily the u.s i think it was british troops or australian ones but they were sending new artillery over there with people to train them on and all this stuff but then now this month they're saying that the russians are running i i, I yeah, you can't make this stuff up it's interesting you pulled up these articles. you can't yeah. make this up the russians are now they're saying the russians the forbes magazine saying the russians are running out of ammunition I just don't believe it at all. I do not believe that at all. I, I don't think that, you know, honestly, honestly, I, I'm to the point where I will say that as evil as they may be, these other leaders of other countries, like even G, you know, if you got to try to find a little bit of good in, in everybody, you know, these folks are forging their countries to be powerful into the future. Right. And unfortunately, ours are not. Ours are still trying to be the world police, and, and we need trying. to really get out of that. Yeah. I would really want to see our country coming, bringing everything back home, giving Americans jobs, making our industry. But there's these snakes in the grass that are in charge that do not want that to happen. I... They're not happy with you living a good life. It's a very complicated subject, like when you talk about... And and, and this does really relate to Ukraine and getting involved presently. Yeah. But unfortunately, I think that it is worth the question. When you look at other places, like South Korea, Japan, you know, and then, of course, collected into Japan is Okinawa. Right. You know, they don't have the best relationship with China. But I think Never that it's really worth have. the question, is it really any of our business? We've been asking this. Is it, is it really even our business? Should we be defending them? I mean, yeah, I'm not for these foreign powers coming in and just conquering other countries and stuff, I'm, you know, violating other people's liberties. But why, why do we have to send our sons and daughters? Taiwan. How did I forget that example? Yeah, why do we have to send our sons and daughters to defend Taiwan? Right. I I don't think that we should. I'm sorry. If Afghanistan's taught us anything Vietnam. or anybody or Vietnam, th- these people can pull the stuff off on their own. Iraq? If they have the they have the the patience, the the will, power, the fortitude. And they're not disarmed. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go, but frankly, it's just kind of like once again, I mean, if you look at the sort of geographical location of the United States, like, we should just worry about us. We need to. We really should. Just worry about us. Getting, bringing manufacturing back home, having... Right, and if we're not ready to move to renewable energy, like, obviously we're not, then how about we stop being stupid? How about we, we get, get slower on it and freaking try to let the market work? Right. 
to because that's what the free market does yeah weird concept to, to do stuff like that instead of just you know solyndra you know about companies that go bankrupt and whatnot and right or bail them subsidies bail out the ones that yeah that your buddies with that lobbied to help you that to uh, gave you the lobby and incentive to pass the bill to get all this renewable energy crap on i mean really what how is this helping us like don't be naive let's worry about ourselves Right. We're going to start doing a monthly update on this. Yes. Uh, the Russian Ukraine. The road to war. The road to war. And it may not. Yeah, we're going to call it the road to war because this is probably going to escalate. If this continues to go on, th- this will yeah. escalate. You it's going to pour over into other countries. Yeah, we think this very easily could uh, become World War III. <laughs> Unfortunately, and I know it's scary. But, and there's the other thing is that, you know, we talked on another episode about getting prepared Food-wise, stuff you can do to grow to prepare your family. Start stocking up on food and stuff to survive at least a couple months without any help from anybody else. I would really recommend that. Yeah, it could get really bad. I mean, just prices and everything. Inflation getting worse. I mean, the U.S. dollar has just been... Everybody everybody knows that the U.S. dollar has been overinflated. Yeah. And guess what? The euro's getting overinflated as well uh didn't we just go even hmm? recently didn't yeah we, we did yeah with, with the u.s dollar yeah recently yes which the u.s dollar even with the euro the euro used to be almost twice as much no i believe it was like a 1.1 a solid 1.1 wow yeah i think you're right i but it, it got to i think a 1.5 at one point a couple years back i mean it wouldn't surprise me yeah i mean it was always greater in value than the u.s dollar yeah yeah i mean uh, a Ten percent, ten percent, or something. It's pretty good. Significant when you're taking a trip or a vacation or something like that. Oh yeah, when you gotta buy something in euros and you're like, oh, thirty euros, and it's like, oh crap, this is a. Turns out, thirty-three euro, thirty-three U.S. dollars or whatever. I think that we should get back to some of the founding principles of the United States, like let Europe be on our own. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, not our business anymore. I I don't. Yeah. I, I don't think that we need to have such a strong military relationship with Great Britain, um, for any of anybody, any of them. It's not, it's not our place anymore. Yeah. Hey, thanks for doing what you did for us in the past, but yeah. we, I mean, we really got to and, and vice versa. Yeah, we really got to. Yeah, we we've paid our debt back. We got to take care it's, of our own. Yeah, it's just time to worry about North America yep. and and our citizens. But unfortunately, these monsters won't won't do that. So. No, like, they Theo, won't. like Theo said, we're going to be doing a monthly update on this. We're going to be calling it the Road to War. This is the end of July, so we'll be we'll be bringing you guys one every the end of every month. We'll have it a little bit more structured next time. I mean, you know, I know we were a little all over the place, but there's there's a lot of stuff here. There's a lot of moving parts. As the month continues to go on, as time continues, there's going to be even more moving parts. So just you know, don't. Don't buy in the mainstream narrative that, you know, the Ukrainians are winning. Like, we, we discussed in another show previously that, you know, they said the Azov, Azov Battalion was getting uh, evacuated. And then, like, two th- weeks later, turns out they were surrendered. Right? Yeah. Apparently, if you uh, listen to some media, this is actually, I heard an American guy literally say, and this is something, another not reported thing. Well, here we are talking about Russia, Ukraine. 
But another, yeah, something that the media didn't talk about is that those guys were not evacuated. The Russians got them out. Oh, yeah. Treated them very humanely, actually. That's good. But I did hear a dude, actually, I think it was on yeah on YouTube, say, like, literally, it, it, it sounds bad, but, um, you know, if they would have just waxed these guys, like, the world would have been a better place. They like, the Azov Battalion, yeah, well, yeah, literally, absolutely, yeah. That that they, their heroes were, was the German uh, Panzer Battalion that came in and decimated the Russians in the area. Stephen Bandera, he was a Jew hunter. Oh yeah, he's part of their motto. We we should probably do a show on the Azov Battalion just. Just for schnitz and giggles. We always say we should probably do a show, and it's like there's so much. Hey, stuff you know what? There, there. is. We should a lot just of focus stuff. on the few things. No, we we got lots of shows coming down the pipeline, folks. And hey, you know what? If you, people want you want us to talk about, it, we'll talk about it. So we're the talk guys. Iowa talk guys. Drop us some support. Drop us some support. So we're gonna wrap this one up. We'll bring you another one next month. Let's. Uh, if you guys could follow us on whatever media platform you're listening to us on share us with your friends if you find uh find our information you know entertaining just spread or good. word of mouth yeah. get this thing hot and heated up we're just trying to talk some sense you know yep you can follow us on iowa talk guys at iowa talk guys at on iowa twitter. talk guys on twitter you can also follow us on podbean we're on spotify audible iHeartRadio, amazon music chicka chicka and if you would like to reach out to us Drop us a line. I'm TP, T E E P E E, at iowatalkguys.com. And I'm Theo, T H E O, at iowatalkguys.com. So, thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Share and uh, stay tuned. Share, like, subscribe. Yeah, all that fun stuff. <laughs> Iowa Talk Guys out. Ooh.